So, Coach, you uh, you brought it up earlier this week about don't let a, a team beat you twice. You even kind of said to us in the media, like, listen, we got to turn the page on this thing. we got to move on. So as the week's gone on, how have you seen that? What's the response been to that request? I think everybody's doing it, doing a great job with that. Maybe I'm not doing so well. But I think the, I think the rest of the family's doing doing a good job with it. I really do. Coach, uh, as you go through the season, injuries happen, right? But Matt Keller is kind of a, a, a particularly interesting injury in the sense that the long snapper is such a specific position. There's a lot of science involved in it. There's a lot of timing involved in it. So how do you respond from something like that, given, you know, special teams has been so great this year? And, you know, Aaron has certainly gotten some time and some reps. Do, do you feel like he's ready to step in and take Matt's place there? Well, I think he, he has to. And if not, then we're going to have to do something else. I mean, Matt was... You know, I've been here three years. Matt had Matt's had one bad snap, and when he ran off the field, I think it cost us two points in a game last year. And when he ran off the field, I looked at him and I said, "That better not ever happen again." And he looked at me and said, "It won't," and it hasn't. I mean, he was a really, really solid snapper, not only physically but mentally. You, you wanted him snapping, and now it's Aaron's opportunity, and it's the next man up, and we expect the same thing on Aaron. You know, we've discussed special teams a few times throughout the season, and you're at the point where you're the number one special teams ranking in the country right now. Take me through the process of how those guys work, how much attention is paid to it, you know, why you feel like Andre and Sterling and now Aaron stepping in and, and everybody on special teams has had the success that they've had this year. Even Jamal Custis last week, right there on the brink of, of, of the muff punt, putting the pressure on. It seems like everybody's got a role in this. You know, I think that, first of all, I think that uh... – just Coach Lustig does a nice job. Coach Lee Pack helps him. The rest of the staff uh, helps on uh, different different teams. I think that starting with me down, that I have we have a we're very fond of special teams. We've been a special teams coordinator before. We're going to give those guys time to uh, to make a difference in the game. Everyone says it's one third of the game. It's not one third of the game because it's it doesn't special teams plays are not one third of the plays in the game. But what it is, is one-third of the yardage. You start talking about a 50-yard punt, a 60-yard punt, and you put it down as a 60-yard run, or and, and it, it does add up being one-third of the yardage in the game. And you can flip football fields and do a lot of things. And obviously, we've been doing a lot of those things well. So we take it very seriously. I think the young men take it very seriously. In it. And it's really an opportunity for our underbelly and our walk-ons to really get out there on the football field and contribute, and I mean really contribute to winning or losing based off of whether they do it right or do it wrong. So it's something that the whole family takes a lot of pride in. So you've had a lot of those younger players that have either used special teams as that path down the field or they're just earning it one way or the other. And I mean, I can go through a number of names here, you know, Andre Sisco, Trill Williams, Jarvan Howard. We mentioned Andre Schmidt. There's a number of them there. What's the process to get those younger players ready to be on the field? It's always football, a next man up, and I think there's kind of an understanding there, but do you have to hone in on certain things a little bit more with younger players to have them ready to, to contribute? Sure, you've got to make sure their techniques are right, their fundamentals are right, whether they're going to be tackling on special teams, uh, whether they can handle the mental part of it. You know, Aaron's mental part will be tuned up now because now he's going from someone in the background to a starter now. Based off of what happened with Matt earlier in the season, that Aaron had a lot of practice with these guys, and it could work out to be a blessing for us. So that could be positive, not a negative. But we're going to have to see. You know, when the lights go on, sometimes they hardly even know their name. So we'll have to see how he reacts. Coach, uh, you've got Pittsburgh here, and then you've got a bye week. 
And, you know, to uh, use a, steal a phrase from you, the owies are piling up. We mentioned Matt's injury, and everybody's got, you know, something going on at this point. But to get a bye week at the midway point of the season, if, like, you could at the beginning of the season pick your bye, would it be now, or when's the ideal time to take a step back? I think it's a blessing. I think we absolutely nailed it, and I'm not – that's not me saying that. Uh, this is exactly the time that we needed, and but we need, to, we need it the right way. We need to – do the things that we need to do in the Pittsburgh game so we can do the things that we need to do during the bye to get the team ready for the second half of the season. And uh, hopefully it will all work out so that we can do that. One of those things with Pittsburgh is they run the ball really well. They just seem to be one of those physical football teams and really want to rely on that. And you brought it up earlier this week about needing to improve the run defense a little bit after what you saw against Clemson. What steps have you taken to do that? Well, we're doing some things in practice. I don't want to put it out there on the airwaves because we still have to play pit. I will say this, though. One of the things that we can really do to help the defense is that we can get more first downs on offense. And that's not to swing it back. The defense was on the field way too much. Some of that was the offensive doing. Some of that was their own doing, okay, because, you know, you're out there. Get yourself off the field. But we need to do a better job of possessing the ball, and if not possessing the ball, then scoring more points to put those put those offenses maybe in a situation where they can't run it so much that they need to start throwing the ball more. Maybe it's the physicality that he has put into place, but I wanted to ask you generally about, now that you've matched up with Coach Narduzzi a few times and gone back and forth, is there a characteristic about his teams and facing Pittsburgh that just every time you face him, you just watch that film, you're like, there it is again. Tough physical grizzly bear. I mean, just, we're going to go, we're going to knock down the fence. And I'm like, that's a really strong fence. We're going to knock it down anyway. It's it's his mentality. I, I really like Pat. I really do. He's he's fun to be around. And uh, I've joked with him. He's joked with me about some things I won't share. But mm-hmm. uh, I really do like his personality. And, and uh, his teams are always well prepared and they're extremely physical. This is just your second trip to Pittsburgh as head coach, but one of these weird stats, Syracuse hasn't won there since 2001, and you just go through history and trends, and people like me bring it up. I'm sure it's it's something that doesn't matter to you, but you know the opportunity to go to Pittsburgh and kind of end another streak. You brought it up earlier in the year with Florida State, you know, referencing the Beatles in 1966. So I'm just going to put it out there. The number one song in the country in October 13, 2001, was Fallen by Alicia Keys. How did that go? Falling. How did that go? I keep on falling in and out. Oh, 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 that was a good one. That was that, a good one. That was, that was a good one. Okay. Well you done. just made me sing about that. <laughs> well and done. I knew that off the bat. I can't believe I knew that. I don't I don't I listened to Bruce Springsteen and that's it, but I knew that. So. What was the hottest car? In two thousand one? That's a great question. I mean Mustangs are always hot. Right? Well, Mustangs one are always hot. One way the number one movie was training day. Denzel Washington. I just saw that the other day. It's on all the time, right? So. What is it? What is it? King Kong ain't got nothing yeah, on that's, me. That's that's the one <laughs> right there. Jake, Jake, Jakey, Jake. So it's been that long since since you've won there. So wow. here comes that matchup and, and, a, and an opportunity to to break down another one of those walls and those trends, as we said. Well, that that's good to know. And you start thinking back and you put it all in, in perspective. Really, we haven't won there since before I worked there. That puts it in perspective for me. So that's that's, that's a long time. Yeah. So we mentioned Coach Narduzzi and the toughness and, and the characteristics of this team. What about this particular Pittsburgh team concerned you? What have you seen on film as you get ready this week? Well, you, you're, you, they're unpredictable. You know, you see one performance and you go, oh, well, all right. And then they take a very, very difficult Georgia Tech offense and just stuff it. I mean, it's 
that game was over before the fourth quarter even started. And I know how good uh, Coach Johnson is, and I know how tough that, that offense is. And they literally wouldn't let them run the, run the football, which is spooky. And then you, you turn on the North Carolina battle, and, and, the, and North Carolina and them are going back and forth. And, and I think North Carolina barely pulls out the win. But North Carolina has a very, very outstanding tailback that they kept basically under wraps. So it's, you know, they can stop the run, and they can normally run the football. And you can do other things, but I really believe, just like the Clemson game, that football games come down to turnovers, okay, momentum, who can run the football when they want to run it, and who can stop the run even though you want to run it. Coach, thank you. Good luck. Thanks, Brent.